Ask yourself this. When you look at the leaders around you, do you have confidence and faith in their abilities? I'm willing to bet that you've worked with or around people where you've thought, I can do your job. You may be surprised that this is a more common thought than you realise. In fact, just under 7,000 workers surveyed by CNBC in February this year thought exactly that. This equated to 64% of women and 47% of men. This goes to show it happens more frequently than we care to admit. When looking at the leaders around you, it's important to know that they inspire you, that they respect you, that they have your best interests at heart. Sadly, this isn't always the case. What happens when somebody isn't capable as they'd like in performing the role? This is the Peter Principle. First identified by Dr. Lawrence J. Peter, a sociologist, lecturer and business consultant, he identified that in every hierarchy, employees tend to get promoted to their highest level of incompetence. Simply put, this means that people are successful and get promoted, successful again and get promoted, successful again and get promoted, then fail. They can't do the role that they've been promoted to do. I saw this in action when training as an accountant in the audit world. Just because you're a good auditor with great technical skills doesn't mean that you're going to be a good leader. Too often, you'd see somebody be good at what they do and when promotion time rolls around, they'd be promoted to the next level, usually assistant manager, manager or senior manager. Suddenly they are thrust into a leadership position having shown no leadership qualities previously. It's all about managing workloads and just doing a good job. Quick side note, doing a good job does not necessarily qualify as leadership material. What happens? They fail. They struggle. They flounder most likely losing the respect of those around them, including you. Unfortunately, there is a limit to what you can do in this situation. In my experience, trying to avoid working for such people is a good start. That is easier said than done, granted, as you often don't know this until you start working for somebody, or you've been through the promotion cycle once. That's why I wanted to explore three scenarios and how best to deal with them. You're in a new, more senior role and you feel out of your depth. Experiencing doubts and anxieties when taking on a more challenging role is natural. These feelings do not automatically imply that you're unsuited for the position or incapable of growing into it. The first step is to identify any new skills that are necessary for success. By seeking feedback on which skills require improvement is a sensible step. The answer could be coaching or training opportunities which your HR department should be able to help with. A second more drastic step is to have a conversation with your manager. Through exploring the option of returning to your previous job or transitioning into a similar role within a different department may be viable alternatives. Above all, take charge of your situation. Don't let it drift or leave it to chance. It is vital to remember that seeking help does not diminish your professional reputation. It takes courage to acknowledge that the promotion did not unfold as anticipated by you or the firm. You have been offered a promotion, but you are not sure that you have the necessary skills. Turning down a job is hard. Before accepting, reflect on your priorities and your driving force. Is it about salary and status? Does the new role or job align with your values? Is it about finding fulfilment in a job you excel at and enjoy? It is best to seek insights from others in similar positions and use the interview process to check out the skills needed. Remember, interviews are two-way processes. They're an opportunity for the right company to convince you to join them and for you to convince them that you are the right person. If the role doesn't align with your aspirations, there is no shame in declining. Focusing on your strengths and discovering more fulfilling paths for career advancement may be the right option. You need to hire somebody in the company to lead the department. 
You want to make sure the person you do hire is the right fit. Making a wrong hiring decision can be a major setback. When considering internal candidates, conducting a thorough evaluation of each individual is a must. Assessing their skill sets and talents is crucial for role fit. It is not about finding someone who mirrors you. This leads to disaster. It's about finding someone to complement your weaknesses. Recognise that not everyone will possess all the required skills initially. However, assess whether they have the potential to develop and grow into the role. This runs the risk of the Peter Principle if the person doesn't achieve what you hope, but be transparent. By exploring their concerns, you can uncover potential issues before they escalate into significant problems in the role. The Peter Principle may be new to you, but I'm certain you will have experienced its effects. Knowing the signs and how to deal with such individuals gives you a chance of surviving their influence. Sadly, there are limitations to what you can do if managed by a Peter Principle person. You need to decide if you can cope with such incompetence or make alternative plans. Are there sideways moves you can make internally? Can you go for promotion and come out from under them? Or do you just need to head for the exit? I can't answer these for you, but there is a reason why 79% of employees leave because of bad managers. With that, have a great weekend and see you next week.